Hi everyone, and welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. My name is Travis Bennett, and I'm rocking you out of Yangon in Myanmar, proving you can be anywhere in the world and build a successful <laughs> business. I'm joined today by Susan Weinshank. Susan, a very, very warm welcome. Hi, Travis. And where are you coming to, coming to all of us today from? I am in Wisconsin, in the rural part of Wisconsin in the U.S. Nice. It must be a beautiful part of the world. It is. It's very green right now. It's summer, which we love. Don't call me in the middle of winter because then I won't be quite so happy about where I live. <laughs> Duly noted. We've just hit rainy season here. We've had buckets and torrential things, um, rain coming through the roof. It's, it's oh, very, good. very tropical. So for those of you who don't know Susan, she's got a PhD in psychology. She's the chief behavioral scientist in our own consulting firm, the Team W Inc. She speaks, she teaches, she's an adjunct professor in the University of Wisconsin, and all of the work, everything that she's doing specializes in how to apply brain and behavioral science to designing products and technology, which is a really interesting mix of the two. Susan, it's great to have you on the show today. What we're actually going to be talking about is how you've become a slave to technology and devices and what you can do about it. And of course, Susan's going to explain everything in just seven minutes. So I'm going to start this timer <laughs> and we're okay. going to hit the clock running. Question number one, Susan, who is your ideal client? Well, for this topic, I would say my ideal client is someone who is really curious about human behavior, really curious about their own behavior and sincerely wants to learn about why do we do the things that we do. Okay. So then leading on from that, so what's the problem that you're going to be solving for these ideal clients? Well, there's so much wonderful research about brain and behavioral science these days, and we just know a lot about why people behave the way they, they do. But I find that a lot of times people don't apply that, and so okay. they're they're designing something, they're coming out with a new product. And instead of using what we know about human behavior, they just kind of use what they think is true or they follow their own ideas. Okay. And I think it's so powerful if you can apply what we've learned, what the research shows us, then you have a much better shot at reaching people, getting your message across and create coming up with a solution for your customers that really works, but that also works for you as a business. Now, if we're talking about this topic, which is, you know, why are we all slaves to our technology and devices? And is that okay or not? And what can we do about it? I think also, you know, there's so much science that we can apply. And I think a lot of times we don't really understand how is it that we seem to be addicted to our cell phone? Like, when did that happen? Like, it's yeah. not like we set out to say, I would like to become addicted to this device <laughs> and, and never be able to turn it off and always be distracted no matter what I'm doing, right? And yet it happened. So, and there's a reason that it happened. There's a science behind it. Okay. So we've got five minutes on the clock. You kind of said one of these already, but what are the typical symptoms that people experience when they are addicted to their devices? You know, they're distracted and what else, what other problems do they have? Yeah. I mean, basically you get this feeling that you're never really present and doing one thing. So whatever you're doing, there's always a little part of you that is monitoring like the phone or the laptop or whatever it is. And so you can't be fully present. And that means you can't be your best self and you can't do your best work. 
And then the other thing that happens is it actually is stressful and tiring. So the research shows us that when you are torn in two ways like that, your brain is constantly switching and it'll actually cause stress and make you tired. Ah, okay. So we're wearing ourselves out by trying to do everything at once. We can't actually multitask very well. Right. Okay. So when people are trying to fix this for themselves, right, you know, I get a notification on my iPhone. It tells me your screen time is up 400% this week. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> what mistakes am I making when I'm trying to solve this problem for myself? Right? We've got three minutes, 40 seconds on the clock. So we're doing okay for time. But what's the mistakes that I'm making when I'm trying to solve this myself? I think a lot of the mistakes that people make is that they, they just try and fix one little thing. They're not really seeing the whole problem. So you know, basically when you're addicted to your technology like this, it's called a conditioned response. If any of you studied psychology in school, you might remember Pavlov and the saliva and the dogs and the yep. condition response. And that's what this is. And so just doing little things, just saying, oh, I'll not look, well, well, you sound like you have an app, right? That tells you how much screen time you have. Yeah. Right? So the latest update on my iPhone, it actually gives me a notification each week telling me how my screen time does. That's yeah. not going to help you. No. <laughs> no, because actually that's feeding it. Because okay. now you're getting feedback. It's like not the feedback you want, but you're getting feedback. And what you need to do is break the habit. And so there's a whole science around how do we break habits? And that's really what people need to do. Okay. So for someone who's interested in, in breaking this habit, what's, what's one piece of advice that you can give them so they can start solving this problem for themselves? We've got two minutes and yeah. 20 seconds on the clock. Okay. So it's really... Actually, it's easy. People think that breaking habits or making new habits is hard. It's not. But what you have to do is you have to replace it with another conditioned response. So you have to okay. build a different habit or different response. So you have to decide, for instance, if you're the kind of person who, when you wake up and you're still in bed, you reach for the phone to check messages, right? Which a lot of people do. Then what you have to do is you have to say, okay, from now on, I'm going to get up go brush my teeth and get a drink of water. And I'm going to do that first. That's the first thing I do when I wake up, not okay. reach for my phone. And then you just have to do that for about three or four days. And that will start to set a new habit. Okay. So building um, a new conditioned response. Right. And so for instance, you know, if your phone, here's my phone here, if it's beeping or chirping or making noise, instead of picking it up and looking at it and scrolling with your finger, this is a conditioned response. Your new response could be, to pick it up, turn it over and put it down. Okay. And you just do that for a couple of days and that will now become, it really will become the conditioned response because we are that much slaves to these fast conditioned responses, especially if there's a physical movement. So you just need to decide which are the things that are, you know, when are you most conditioned and then create a new habit for that. Of course, it really would help if you turned off notifications and, or turned your phone yeah, off. Do not disturb my, you know, my phone. I don't and think it's turned off drastic. in the last year. Right? <laughs> right. Okay. So 30 seconds left. While I've got you here, I'd like to hit on this last question. One valuable free resource that we can send listeners to today that they can get help with this problem. Where should people go? Yeah. So I would suggest that I have a class on mindfulness, mindfulness meditation. Okay. This is really about training your brain to be present 
in the current moment. And so the best way to do that is to retrain your brain. Mindfulness meditation is a great way to do that. And I have a free course on it. So if people go to courses.theteamw.com, that'll take you to our online training platform. And then if you just search for mindfulness there, it'll take you right to the course. Perfect. So courses.theteamw.com and the mindfulness course in there, completely free. They can check it out. And that's our time for today. Susan, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for your insights. Thanks, Travis. It's great to be here. Thanks for checking out our Marketing the Invisible podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate us, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. And if you want to generate five fresh leads in just five hours, then check out www.marketingthinvisible.com. 5hourchallenge.com